Welcome back to Racing Pulse with Lady in Racing has been a much uh, valued award in racing in recent years and Cindy Olsen has been the recipient of a Lady in Racing award and uh, entries close I think tomorrow so you need to um, put any entries, any ideas or anyone that you want to be recognised in that space uh, in by tomorrow and we've got Cindy Olsen, I think I said Jigsaw's going to the Oakley Plate, that was the old plan, they bypassed the Oakley Plate to focus on the, the William Reed. and having a look at the entries uh, for Saturday's race, I uh, think Cindy might uh, be saying that's a pretty good idea that we have bypassed because it's a deep race full of speed on Saturday, how are you Cindy? Good morning Mark, I'm in good form. Um are you happy with your decision a, a week or two ago to say, you know what, we're going to forget about the Oakley Plate and concentrate on the William Reed when you see the amount of speed that is entered for Saturdays? Definitely. Um, look, it was always... wasn't a race that was strongly on my radar anyway, but it was just a matter of how we got to the William Reed because that was the race that I'd always had pencilled in for him. But at the end of the day, I decided that... Um, we could get him there without racing. He's had a fair amount of racing over the summer. He's been up before everyone else, and it's uh, a particularly um, dynamic horse for us. So we're trying to give ourselves every chance at the William Reed, so we've gone that way. And has he continued to train on well? Yeah, actually, he had a week in the paddock last week, so that was a bit nerve-wracking when I let him out there. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, because he was burning around there like he was running Oakley Plate times, but... Um, He's had a, a fabulous week out there and he's come back to the stables. He came back yesterday um, and he looks great. And he was, you know, if anything, he just seems to be... I was, I worked him on the treadmill yesterday because he got back a bit late and I was just looking at his development over his rump and his hindquarters and he's just so strong and muscular there now. I, I sort of was amazed myself that he's kept improving all through the preparation. What do you think is the reason behind that? Look, I, you know, it, it, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously in a great vein of form and he's always been a particularly healthy horse um, and touch wood so far nothing's actually gone awry with him in terms of soundness or anything like that so he's able to cope with the work and he's able to you know continue to muscle up and I guess it's just natural maturity and um, not every horse matures at the same time and this is obviously his time. How far do you think he could get? Um, the way he won last start are you thinking maybe in 12 months' time, he could be a horse that's competing in CFOs and Futurities over 1,400? Definitely. Um, I've always had the intention to step him out in trip, um, but it was just a matter of getting him to pace himself and um, relax, which I think he's now starting to do. Probably too deep into this preparation to head that way now. And, you know, they're different dynamic too, being run at Sandown, all the Caulfield races are... Certainly a lot trickier than they would have been if, for him if they were run at Caulfield or even even Flemington. He would be better suited at 1,400 than Sandown. Or, um, so, look, it's something to consider. Um, I know his part owner's been harping on me to run him there forever and a day, but um, <laughs> hopefully um, hopefully next preparation will get that opportunity. And I think if he can sustain the speed that he can show over 1,000 and 1,200, over 1,400, then he will be a really serious contender in one of those races. There's no doubt about that. As the reigning Victorian Wakeful Club Lady of uh, Racing uh, Award winner, how uh, important is this award to recognise um, a lot of the, the, the ladies that do so much in racing and uh, keeping in mind that um, these days it's not anything unusual to have females at the top of the tree in training, uh, riding uh, and every other aspect of racing. 
That's right. And look, to be honest with you, the, I, you've got to acknowledge the Wakefield Club and the ladies that started the Wakefield Club because this award has been going on for a long time um, and it is an award that sought to recognise women in, in racing that were sort of the unsung heroes back in the day. I don't think it's quite as um, evident these days. I mean, we are getting, you know, certainly women that can get to the top of the tree in any part of racing these days, it's been proven. Um, and even it wouldn't be... As, you know, long stretch to see administrators as well. So, and there are some already. But um, I think it's uh, it's still important to recognise maybe some of the unsung heroes. And if mm. anybody's out there listening, um, you know, there could be somebody who you know is a, is a horse trainer and donates her time at the um, at the local pony club, or you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be someone like Jamie Carr who's got a high profile, you know, well-deserved winner of it for sure. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of unsung heroes out there and I think that's what they're trying to find and recognise those people. Um, and, you know, I remember that I was there the year Christine Poole's won and it was really touching to hear all the things that she had done for the young girls starting out in racing and, and just sort of the mother hen. And, and you know, we, nobody would even be aware of the fact that Christine does a lot of that work unheralded and on her own bat. And that's the sort of person that I think the Wakefield Club Lady of Racing Award is, is targeted at. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And you need to get your nominations in quickly because they close at 5pm tomorrow. Um, and the the gala award luncheon will be held at Ladbrokes Park Sandown on Wednesday the 8th of March. So um, you can email uh, the secretary at wakeful.com.au um, for the Lady in Racing Award. Um, Cindy, it's a, a very big week um, for yourself and a lot of people in racing as we build up to... To have a celebration of life, I think, is what it should be on Friday for Dean Lester, the funeral at one o'clock at Cranbourne. Um, how are you holding up this week and everyone around Cranbourne? Um, look, I think it can't, you know, grief's a funny thing and it affects people differently. And certainly when you're, well, for me, being with the horses and at the track, um, it's, it's sort of my place where I can forget about everything. So... Um, I, I was out on my pony this morning and, you know, it does come to mind every once in a while. But I think on the whole, everybody's soldiering on quite well. Um, obviously, it's different to Sandra and Leanne, his partner and mother, um, because, you know, they they were with him every single day. And I'm sure there's a huge hole in their lives and their hearts at the moment. And, um, you know, certainly some of the people like Jai McNeil, who would be speaking to Dean every day and, and getting um, form tips off him, and that, that, that sort of that routine of not being able to speak mm. to Dean. And I know I was even sitting on the couch yesterday thinking, I must bring Dean Lester about that. And I went, oh, okay, I can't do that mm. anymore. But, yeah, it's just um, it's just something that we have to come to terms with. Uh, and, you know, Dean, as, as well as anyone, and, and very close, I think he would have been absolutely blown away, uh, away by the, the, the breadth and the warmth of... Um, of messages that have come in since he passed last week. Oh, for sure. And I think, like I said once before, having the GoFundMe page launched before he passed yeah. um, was, was certainly a, an eye-opener for him as well as the, how well-respected he was and, and what a great opportunity for him to have that um, knowledge before he passed. You know, I think that was probably one of the, the most heartwarming things for me um, to see that he was able to get that opportunity as much as I think we would like to see him have a little bit longer, everybody, him included. It was not meant to be, and um, like I've all said, at least he's in no more pain. 
and there have been a few SMSs over the last couple of days uh, asking if that GoFundMe page is still up, um, if people wanted to send money in lieu of flowers at the funeral, and it is most definitely still going. It's just a tick under 300000 now, $296,810. So um, if you are inclined and you would like to uh, make a donation for uh, Dean's partner and his mother, uh, in lieu of flowers or anything, read the funeral on Friday. Um, you know, please go to the GoFundMe page. Uh, uh, Cindy, appreciate your time. Um, I better ask you for a tip while you're here. You got a couple in on Thursday at Packetham? Yeah, well, one's second emergency, but Stormbolt's been trialling up really nicely. Um, I'm yet to see the uh, barrier draw or anything yet, but. What barrier would you like? I wouldn't mind about a four or five. Oh, how's one? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, he's going to find the rail, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, fingers crossed, because I think he's, a, he's got a lot of ability, Stormbolt. So um, Thursday night, uh, we'll be on Stormbolt, and we'll see you out at Cranbourne on Friday.